Thank you for tuning in to Goblin Comic. I'm Brian Kopp, and we're here with Comic Matt Dietz. Matt Dietz, how the hell are you? I'm great. How are you doing, Brian? Thanks uh, for having me. Oh, yes. Thank you so much for coming on. I know we follow you at MatthewDietz7 on Twitter and also Matthew.Dietz.Comedy on Instagram, but also Laughing Matters NYC. Yes, sir. Um, Laughing Matters is, uh been doing that for a couple of years now with a couple of my best friends in comedy. Um, we've been producing comedy shows and open mics and just generally having fun and getting out there. So it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. Good. Yeah, I'm looking at you right now. I'm looking at your, you got uh, Casey Bauer and Matt Dietz and um, Austin Anderson. Yes, sir. Yeah. Nice. And how do you kind of choose those people to link up with? How did you know that they'd be uh, not only funny, but but professional with a work ethic that lends itself well to producing comedy shows all over the city? So um, it was interesting because um, we uh, found an opportunity to start an open mic. Um, and as new comics, um, we had you know, been to other open mics and seen other people do it and stuff. And um, the three of us not only have um, uh, great like communication and, and personal skills, but um, we also all have um, regular nine to fives. Yes. So starting a producing company um, where we were, you know, fine putting in some of our own money um, as well as not, um, you know, relying on uh, attendance um, for anything um, allowed us to really just kind of uh, do this for the love of the game and for being able to give back to the community and, and create a good environment for everyone where we're not really in it to make money. We're just um, here to have fun and showcase others, you know? Yeah, that can totally, that can affect things, especially the timing of your mics. Like I, th- I had Michael Leon earlier today and I thought he said his mic might be Wednesday at noon because that's when he is available. And so, uh, so yeah, what time was your mic usually before the pandemic and is it uh, carrying over into online Zoom, et cetera? Yeah, so um, before the pandemic, um, we were, uh, it's kind of, I know the pandemic is sad for everybody, but we were actually. <laughs> it's, kind of, it's kind of funny. I mean, let me say first that it's sad, but it's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, I was so happy. We were like riding sky high. We had um, three open mics um, a week at three different places. Um, and it was like two in the Upper East Side and one in Jersey City where, where I live. Um, and, uh, we were, they were all after work. Um, and, uh, we're all the Upper East Side ones were packed and stuff. And the Jersey city one was just getting off the ground when, uh, everything shut down. Um, um, so, you know, it's, it is what it is. Um, we did, um, we were doing, uh, virtual open mics on Mondays and Wednesdays. Um, and they were a lot more packed, um, at the start of uh the pandemic when people were starting to do it but now that there's um outdoor mics and things and stuff um where uh there are a little less people coming and it's fine because people are actually like getting out there and being able to do things outdoors again um but we we still run a, a thursday show um every thursday and uh that's a lot of fun and that, that's virtual or that's in new york city so it's virtual um we haven't branched out into in-person um stuff yet but it's a, it's a virtual show um but we try to make it a little more fun than just a regular stand-up show um, we do, um, uh, in the beginning, um, Austin and I do topical jokes together, just kind of like a weekend update kind of new segment, um, which is a lot of fun. Okay. Um, and then we do, um, some sketches. Sometimes we have somebody come on and do songs, it's like, like pre-recorded sketches that people want to get out there. And, and we broadcast that live over Facebook and Instagram with Laughing Matters NYC. 
That's cool. I was, yeah, I was, yeah. I was suggesting for people to do that. I think uh, with Frank Vignola, because he was, you know, doing the comedy festival, and it was like, you know, just hundreds of comics or whatever. And I, I thought, you know, what, what's a way for people to do that if they are homebound? And I suggested comedy couples, and you could even do, you know, interstitials or small skits with these, uh, these, you know romantic comedy partners doing little video skits and submitting them. So I love that. I love the fact that you're actually allowing people to kind of, you know, uh, you know, run their uh, pre-recorded segments during your open mic. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It's, it's so fun. Um, and like, you know, cause, uh, everyone, uh, especially nowadays, you know, who's a, a comic has other ventures that they're doing and they do improv or they do sketch or they do music. Um, you know, is there's not a lot of people that are just, um, solely focused on one thing you know if you're a performer you're a performer at heart and, and you want to get your stuff out there so it's um it's a lot of fun and opens doors for for me i mean i hadn't done sketch until we started airing on that I've, I've done a couple and it's fun it's cool yeah. and I, I mean and i guess it leads me to the question of how you're running it like how is that you know, and I guess you're somebody who, you know, is a professional at IT. So maybe you're the, you're the guy to do this perfectly, but how do you even take a, a zoom show where you see all, you know, everybody's face on the zoom window or whatever, and then run a pre-recorded segment for everybody. Is there kind of just a button you push on zoom or what? So, um, what we do is, um, we ask, uh, that everybody, um, for the, um, recorded segments for everyone to have their cameras off. Um, and then we just share a screen and share a YouTube video. Um, we're still working on, on the best way to do it because um, sometimes it works really well, but sometimes the network's a little uh, iffy with it. But then we, you know, uh, we'll post links to the YouTube video and stuff afterward um, if it skips or messes up. So there's still some technical uh, issues that can, that can happen. I mean, Zoom is, uh, it is what it is. Um, it, they were not ready for um, whatever the... 8 billion people that decided that this is the best thing to use <laughs> during Corona. <laughs> Zoom, so. is like, Zoom is like, really? Maybe, maybe everybody could adopt this slightly slower so we could work. <laughs> exactly. But I mean, that's a, that's a great problem to have for any company. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh yeah. But it's cool, it's cool to know that you are one of the trailblazers trying to figure out how to incorporate pre-recorded kind of YouTube comedy, et cetera, or Instagram comedy into the zoom format so if anybody's yeah. there to figure it out it's you and i guess yeah. yeah you know let's talk about your day job real quick because i think you're a big program manager at a bank or something and and um how does that relate to pr producing comedy shows i mean are you able to find any parallels between the two um for sure um this is uh it's um it was kind of like the same thing with um networking comedy um uh my job at work is to um network for my team and so my team will <laughs> Uh, develop like an IT solution for um, the bank. And then I have to go and find the users um, who want to use it and teach them how to use it and demo it and stuff. Um, but more than that, the way that I find it similar to producing is that um, I give uh, some of the developers um, who spent the time um, making this IT solution uh, a chance to um, present on it to uh, the users or to, um, I've, I've actually built out like a community within the bank of, um, other developers who are interested in stuff and, um, just giving the, the platform for, um, these other people to, to shine and show off their work is, um, very similar to the comedy producing of, um, finding, uh, someone who may be a newer comic at an open mic or, or on a, a virtual show and, um, being like, you know what, I believe in this person and they deserve to, you know, show off the hard work that they've been doing. 
That's um, cool. And, and so, so we can trust that Laughing Matters NYC has an infrastructure that's going to take somebody who kills at an open mic, a Laughing Matters open mic, and maybe bump them up into a certain spot that's maybe lower profile, but on a real bar show or something. For sure. For sure. And so what are you looking for? I mean, are you looking for just, I mean, is it anybody who's quality, quality and polished and they have a unique point of view? Um, or is it just uh, this person seems to have a lot of fans, so let's put them on or what? <laughs> so um, we actually, um, because I said uh, about the, the three of us having jobs um, and um, we have all worked in, in corporate before and, and know, um, and then also trying to do that outside, do like bringer shows and things. Um, try to eliminate that because the, the money wasn't a factor. And so we try to um, market our own shows um, and reach out to, um, uh, we were, we had connections in the, the Yonkers community when we were doing a bar show up there. Um, there's a, a Yonkers like community organization um, that would advertise for us and we would get people through that um, and print flyers and, and whatnot, reach out to local blogs and things. So having other people who have fans, um, is fine. Like that's great for them and stuff, but that's not necessarily the reason why we would, you know, bring them in. Um, it's just people who work hard and that we enjoy. Yeah. Um, we want to be like, we, I mean, it's, it's different now, but it's virtual because we haven't started back up in live, but like we wanted to um, bring the audience for them. Yeah, I see, you know? I see people like Eric Angel and Carly Montag. I mean, some former guests who are who are jumping on those shows, and so that's kind of yeah. an example of people who were quality. They you know, may also have a fan base, but that wasn't really the governing factor for why you picked them. It's just that they're and, bad, badass comedy people. Exactly, and both of them were were regulars at our mics and our sweethearts. Was very fun working with both of them. Yeah, that that makes a difference too. I guess that's my question. Like. You know, okay, well, if, if having their own built-in natural market of fans or whatever is irrelevant and being a great comic is, you know, almost dispositive or determinative, how big of a, out of 100, if being a badass comedy is maybe a 90, is uh, is being easy to work with the, the other 10% or not really? Or is it more 50 um, <laughs> You're like, well, this is know, a good, good person. They'll figure out the comedy chops eventually. <laughs> Let's make it <laughs> 50-50 type thing. <laughs> so, um uh the comedy chops is um whether or not they belong on a show yeah. and then um whether or not they're a good person and fun to be around and easy to work with and professional um is whether or not we want them on the show <laughs> so meaning it's, it's it's almost like they have to have both exactly exactly yeah. and like you know um as i said like my job at work is to be a networker and so um like I, I like being friendly with everybody. Like that's, I'm, it's, there's a reason that that's my job is because I'm, I just love talking to people and, and befriending people. And so um, it's, I, I expect the same friendliness back. And, and that's kind of the, the vibe that we gave um, at our mic was that we're, we're just all here to have a good time, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I, I love that too, because they, they probably act accordingly. You know, if you guys are some gatekeepers who are just good people, you know, they're going to be like, well, let me act like a good person. And, um, you know, there's no incentive to act like a hard ass if you, you know, the people running it are not being hard ass themselves. I just had John Fox on and he said something like there was an open mic that he was thinking about going to and the guy wanted a fucking tape. To, go, to be joined to the open mic and you're like go fuck yourself man i'll, I'll, I'll swing i'll swing a dead cat and see 20 other open mics that are within walking distance oh man uh so this is i guess a uh, humble brag but at our mic we used to um videotape everyone's sets and send that to them afterward for free 
Oh, that's cool. And so it's the complete total opposite. It's like, <laughs> no, you're, you're here to get better at comedy. If, you know, to get better at comedy, you should look at your set. We can tape it for you. Like, that's cool. Because even dropping you on the way out, you know? Yeah, because even he was like, yeah, like, uh, that's why I'm doing this so that I can, you know, get material <laughs> for a tape. And it sounds like you guys are doing that as part of Laughing Matters. And, yeah. so, and so what, I mean, you know, as far as pre-pandemic and hopefully post-pandemic, when you guys are back in person and once summer comes around again, like, are you going to have several locations and, uh, you know, grow that Jersey show? Because I think James Mack has a variety of shows that are in, you know, both New York City and uh, and New Jersey. Yeah. Um, so the specific place that we, um, we're, we're working with in, in Jersey City um, seems to have closed down for good um, because of Corona. Um which, which sucks, but we will definitely uh, be back up and running um, uh, with our connections in our other areas when it's um, safer to do uh, indoor stuff um, or maybe next spring when some of these places are um, happier about doing outdoor comedy. Yeah, um, yeah Kate, Hester, but, Kate Hester really has vows for Jersey City being a badass place. Oh, yeah. No, uh, Kate is fantastic. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's um because um, it's so funny because like uh, I'll like uh, I run into her like anytime like I walk downtown like I'm <laughs> and it's like oh my god there's Kate and it's like <laughs> she's so yeah. awesome and then and it's like yeah and then you're going to New York shows and you're running into their her there exactly too. and I think I said something where it's you know during the Kate Hester episode I said you know my experience with Jersey is you know and I think maybe a couple people's experience with New Jersey might be the same as mine which is you know when you're moving from the west coast or the midwest in my in my case you're driving through it and it's not I don't even think you're driving through Jersey City I was driving through something that looked like fucking bombed out Pittsburgh you know a bunch of <laughs> bunch of bridges and refineries and my opinion of new jersey got kind of tanked as a result i mean what do you are you even familiar with what part of new jersey people typically drive through to get to the tunnel or whatever um so the the holland tunnel um comes out of um jersey city uh so that's right on the border of jersey city and hoboken yeah because i think that's nice but is there anywhere I, i don't know maybe west of there that might be a little bit uh pittsburgh looking with its bridges and refineries et cetera um so that's uh newark that you're probably thinking <laughs> <So>. <laughs> see they, yeah automatically people drive through New- newark and they're like yeah i don't know if i'll be going to new jersey that much but then you look you look across the river at some of these places and you're like that's gorgeous i don't i don't mind getting on the path train to that no and and newark's uh, gonna be on its way up next soon it, it's so it's so weird because like um i'm i'm from south jersey i'm a jersey boy i you know i'm pride for my state um, but like, uh, Jersey city and Hoboken and Weehawken and, and stuff have all been in the last, like, you know, 10, 15 years, really, really coming up. And the, you know, the path trans, you just like, we're closer to New York city than like Brooklyn. Like it's so, yeah. <laughs> and, but people just have that disdain for New Jersey, which sucks. Um, the part that really gets me is that there's, um, uh, I used to work, um, in Westchester, Pennsylvania, right outside Philly. And it was the same thing in, in Pennsylvania. They were like, yeah you know, New Jersey sucks. And, uh, you know, I can't believe that you're from Jersey, yada, yada, yada. And then they would go on vacation to the Jersey Shore. It's like, you can't say it sucks and then spend your free time there. (laughs) (laughs) And it's it's also, it's also cheaper and the view is just as good, but also like, you know, you know, I think were they going to shut down that train between Manhattan and Williamsburg was the gray L line or whatever that was? Yeah. Did they do that? I, I think so. 
Yeah, and even that yeah. takes you to an expensive ass neighborhood. But one thing I noticed with, you know, even enclaves in Brooklyn, it's like, yeah, this little park slope might be nice or this little um Williamsburg might be nice, but it's it's actually surrounded by warehouses. Like it's it's yeah. fucking it's fucking gross. And so, you know, the <laughs> fact that you guys have Newark adjacent to it is not, you know, really that different from certain enclaves in New Jersey. But yeah. you know, back back to back to laughing matters and things like that, you know, when's what's the next thing we can expect? Is it like, you know, Thursday, is that the you know, I think this yep. episode will be up on a Wednesday. So tomorrow night, you got a mic coming on. Uh, so on um, Thursdays um, at 7 p.m. are our live shows. Um, that's where the, the Facebook and Instagram. So follow us on there and uh, um, look for some fun. Um, and then there's also the shows are uh, individual segments are posted up there. Um, so you can go and see past shows and, and past clips and, and sketches and things. And so um, is that is yeah. that a, that's a live show and that's not a mic? No. So the mics are um, Mondays and Wednesdays at 630. Okay. And those are, are, are those able to be streamed or those are just kind of remote? Those but are you're not even, re, you're not even kind of recording no, those and putting those no, on? No, no. Those are, those are just <laughs> workshops secret, for comedy. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. It's, um, would that, you, would, you know, would, yeah, would that kill, would that kill, you know, would, um, the interest in your open mics be less if people knew that their workshopping would be recorded for all posterity? Ah, that's very interesting. Um, probably, right? Probably. Um, <laughs> that, that's something as a, a program manager, my mind immediately goes to, um, well, why don't we send out a user survey and ask them? <laughs> <laughs> and is some of this infrastructure, like, you know, maybe you're the sales guy instead of the technical sales guy, but meaning like if there's some developers, they might see things kind of spatially. Like, like I, if I sketch something out, I know it forever. So sometimes I need something sketched out for me. Like, is your brain spatially arranged? And so if I think of the link between doing well at your open mic and being bumped up to your uh, Thursday show, Laughing Matters Live, like, is that something that you view spatially or are you more just more of a network guy in terms of you like talking to people? Um, I'm definitely more of a network guy is, um, yeah, I've, I've seen you here. I've seen you trying hard. Um, you know, you've, you're, you know, nice and, you know, you're at our mics and having fun. Um, yeah, let's go, you know? Yeah. yeah. And you got some great comedians on here. You got Ronnie Pascal on there. I yeah. See, uh, previous show had, I had James, uh, James Mack and then Oscar Aiden. I think he's the guy who might've not knocked off. He might've knocked off Us Usama Siddique on uh, Tom Mondesi's show. So you got some big time names. Are you giving yourself a spot or are you hosting? <laughs> Um, so, uh, I host, um, or, um, I always do the, the topicals at least, um, we try to keep our show under an hour. And so it's really like the, the sketches and stuff in the beginning for half an hour and then three comics at the end for half an hour. Um, cause you know, it's, it's virtual and stuff. You don't expect people to stay watching yeah. the show for an hour and a half, two hours. Like that's, you're asking people to watch a movie at that point. Um, <laughs> so, um, uh, I'll give myself a spot when I have new material or I'll host when I have new material, but it's, it's really more about the other comics. Um, I can do, um, you know, my spots on other people's shows. Dude, hell yeah. And then you're doing some sketch work. I think the previous show had you doing sketch work with Austin Anderson. You're, I think he's one of your co-founders in Laughing Matters. Correct. Yep. And then are you yep. doing some more sketch on uh, Thursday show? Um, probably. Um, one of the things that I've been doing right now is, um, uh, satirical commercials. So I do like, like voiceovers. <laughs> it's, uh, I just, I find it so funny. Um, I do, um, uh, generic commercials. Like. And so I just, I just made fun of, um, car commercials and it was, um, really just like little clips of cars and stuff. And it was like, cars, they're fast. They drive everywhere. <laughs> they can take you someplace or your thing someplace. 
Yes, I love <laughs> I, I love yeah. those. I loved commercials for just generic items rather than branded items. That's great. Exactly. At the end, we just listed um, every car dealership we could think of. Was just you can find a car here. <laughs> <laughs> Like it's not for anything specific at all. And sometimes commercials seem that way where it's like, what the hell are they really advertising on this? Yeah. And I was thinking, I think this is going to be the opportunity for you guys to get sponsored by a car dealership. What do you think? <laughs> and they're like, you don't really, yeah. yeah, you don't really get the joke guy. It's like, you know, <laughs> it's, it's about car, cars in general, not Bob, ne Bob Nissan or whatever. So okay, exactly. yeah, we, we follow you everywhere. We're going to check out this uh, laughing matters. NYC on Instagram is the link for the show, which is, I think should be tomorrow night, Thursday, but regardless, it's a regular Thursday show and you got your mics, I think on Wednesday and Monday and Wednesday. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Hell, hell yes. So track him everywhere. He's the guy to know. Cause if you want a great show in New York city or Jersey post pandemic, he's the guy on Twitter. He's Matthew Dietz seven. And on Instagram, he's Matthew.deets.comedy. So Matt Dietz, thank you so much for coming on. I had a blast. Thank you so much, Brian.